lineup of comics in the back even some special guests tonight that I'm very excited about they can hear you let's clap for them oh wonderful and as you guys know I'm Cameron Esposito so charming teeny sleeves tonight still sweaty it's the material um, but also but also I have a co-host on the show, Rhea Butcher. She's going to come out right now. Let's hear for Rhea. That's me. Hey, cool cat. That looks cool when you brought oh, that thing out. Yeah, I'm like a rock star. Yeah, I always Without come like out this. and feel like that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get in here. Rhea, you're, don't, they're what? trying to come in. Yeah, it's so good. Got it. It's, you got two rock stars. Just, just plowing. Yeah, come on in. It's all right. Don't, yeah. Yep. What? Who is gonna sit there I want or is it you are you gonna sit do you need a spot doorway person it's a bit Those of a game of thrones type situation chair? here on the show <laughs> that's true yep yeah. those arms make you invisible good locomotive arms <laughs> that was that was classic I loved that the old duck and pump <laughs> yeah I love her show on E, by the way. Yeah. Bravo, what's she on? Duck and Pump. Duck and Pump. I don't know. Duck and Pump rules? Nobody? Nobody? With like a good, like, weird joke? Duck and Pump? Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Um, that was better. They liked that better. Somebody liked that better. Barely. Most people did not like it better. Barely. Most people haven't liked anything so far. <laughs> they did like the arms. You've yeah. been the biggest hit of the show. <laughs> We've had, oh, a couple things about us. We're obviously, look at us. Hilarious stand-up comics, also lesbians, clearly. Of course. Uh, also, fiancés of each other. We're going to marry each other. Maybe. Joint if the Supreme Court says we can. We shall see. I am going to write them a letter. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no, actually, probably I'm not going to, but now there's just one single oh, no. middle of the thing. Oh, that one, too. But that one is, bless you, Gesundheit. it's particularly interesting, because now if someone joins, they'll have to be, are you guys, are you a couple? No, two strangers. Are you a couple? Yes. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> You're either a couple or you don't know each other at all. <laughs> Especially if you're, if you're a dude and a chick. Yeah. What would they do together if they weren't fucking? Literally nothing. Yeah, I can't think of anything that a dude and chick would do together. What do you have in common? Nothing. Yeah. Think about it. What, are you going to go see Ex Machina together? No, you're not. No. It's like a weird anti-feminist movie, sort of, in a strange way. So robot's a hot woman, but... She's not that empowered. She's a machine. Yeah. Right, she's powered. Yeah. On. She's powered She's powered, on. but she's not empowered. empowered. <laughs> you want some empowered women? Check out Empire. Yeah, Empire Empowered. Yeah, we love that show. Yeah, that we person do. loves that show. I've been singing that song. We've been singing that song for Which like song two it? weeks. Which song is it, Rhea? You're so beautiful. You're so up down up down up down up down up down I don't care if you haven't if you fuck you this is funny <laughs> literally that was so good that was a really good rendition it's a really good song we were in Vegas over the weekend yeah we were that was this weekend right yes Jesus. it was just a couple days ago we were in Vegas how did that go weird yeah <laughs> guys I was headlining Vegas for my first time please 
Give it up for your headliner. And there was a balcony in our hotel room. There so was. I was like, okay, so I'm at that level. Like, yeah. interior, like, there was a balcony there was in a the, step down. Yeah, you had to be like, to be, oh, do oh. I want the TV that's up here on this level of the room? Or the one that's down here? <laughs> or the bathroom? Right. <laughs> There's too many TV in the bathroom. So many but remotes. not in the actual uh, potty area. Right. Yeah, there was like just a little toilet closet. Toilet. That's no where TV the TV in there. should be. What are you supposed to do while you're pooping? Oh, you think I'm going to watch TV and shower? No, I'm not. No, not at all. It's going to be too foggy. What do you, just keep, come on. Keep wiping it down. There was a phone in there. There was which a phone. Is super gross. That's so you can be like, put on the TV and hold the phone up to it. <laughs> Fax me what's on Put the on TV. Empire. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, Vegas was cool. Yeah, so obviously I'm at internal balcony level, but there was no fruit in the room. No fruit in the room. There was no fruit in the room, so still got places to go, you guys. Still got to move up. Someday, fruit in the room. Fruit in the room. Oh, so much fruit. So much fruit. Yeah. Not even a basket. They're going to fill the bathtub with fruit. <laughs> Melon balls in the bathtub? Yeah, just loose fruit. That's <laughs> loose fruit. I want, un- I want fruit that's been peeled. Yeah, fruit that <laughs> someone has worked on. Yeah, old honeydew, I say. <laughs> Decaying and Professor honeydew squishy. pops out. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's, I want. Come on. Wasted. Yeah, they don't like your beaker impression. <laughs> but you know what was chill after the show? The lady who was organizing the thing was like, yeah. I'll make you a reservation anywhere you want. What kind of place do you want to go to? You want to go to town nightclub? And I was like, I don't, no, I don't think so. Not at all. And she was like, you want to go to a champagne bar with a VJ? And I was like, we got two of those. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't want to go there either. I was like, what do you have here that's chill? And she was like, oh, I got just the place. Yeah. You know where she sent us? Senior Citizen Bar. <laughs> Old folks bar. Yeah, it was totally, we were the youngest people there by 50 years. <laughs> but I have to tell you guys, best night of my life. <laughs> best night on. of my life. There was a dude in like a Vegas suit, you know, real shiny. He was playing the piano. He had Rhea's haircut, so he you did. know he was Super. fucking delivering, yeah. <laughs> you knew what was up. Yeah, he, had, he sang great songs. Yeah. He did a Tony Bennett version into... who? What was the other version that he did of... Uh, Fly Me to the Moon? Fly Me to the Moon. Frank. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that Real guy. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, my bad. <laughs> I remembered we Tony We are Bennett. no longer engaged. <laughs> it was pretty awesome, and all of the old, older folks were dancing. Like, really And there dancing. was one dancer that was the best of all. He was an 80-year-old man. Yes. He had sick moves, and when he got off the dance floor, he would fan himself with a rhinestone fan. <laughs> and his wife had one, too. And they, yeah, were, just she, like they were like fanning the shit out of each other. We she were like, had, that couple's got, that's us. Extra shoes, also. She had extra shoes. She had dancing shoes. Yeah, she had other shoes under her chair, and then she had her dancing shoes on. They were amazing. We yeah. were sitting there. I was drinking my uh, $50 drink. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes you're just like, give me the... You know, this one. You point to the very bottom. That one. (laughs) Fruit in the room, you know? You say that. I was like, I don't know why she said fruit in the room to me. (laughs) Put some fruit in my room, lady. Maybe she's the fruit in the room. Right. Maybe we're all the room. Yeah. Maybe we're all the fruit. So uh, I was sitting there, and we were trying to build up our courage, because we were were thinking we wanted to dance. Yes. But we were nervous because we didn't want to be murdered. <laughs> I mean, I know they're, I know we'd be able to outrun them, but who's to say we'd be able to run? Right. You know, we might just get a cool move and then the back of the head, you know? Yeah, you never know. A cane or something. Sometimes we get weighed down by our cool haircuts. Yeah. Fruit basket right to the back of the head. So it took us like two, three songs. It did. Yeah. To really decide to do it. We got up. We were so nervous just because I haven't always lived in a world where it was comfortable to be me. I don't know about you, Rhea. How do, how do people what, think of What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> people pretty 
on board with you your whole life? Just immediately on board with me in Akron, Ohio. Like, just like a little cowpoke. Yeah. Prancing along, going to school. Yeah, everybody was super into it. Although, aside, I went on a cruise recently. I went on the Joko Cruise Crazy 5, and uh, I was wearing, I got pot socks, like socks with marijuana leaves on them. And this girl who was on the cruise who was wearing like an adult onesie of a dinosaur or something to that effect, was like, oh, I really like your socks. And I was like, oh, they're pot, because some people had thought they were palm trees and I didn't want to, I don't know why I thought like, oh, if somebody says they like pot and they didn't know it was pot, I'm going to go to hell for that or something. So I told her that and she was like, oh, I know. Uh, People keep trying to give me pot on the island everywhere I go. And I was like, huh, that's funny. Nobody's tried to give me pot on the island. And she's like, because you look too normal. And I was like, that is the only time anyone has ever said I look too normal. I was wearing all denim, pot socks. (laughs) And this haircut... Well, Jake, it's because like, you gotta spice it up. You're way too normal. Yeah. So. I wonder if, do you think there's any. I'm so, I was just gonna make a terrible joke. <laughs> At my expense? Kinda. Do it. Yeah, I mean, do you think there's any chance she was just like, this young fella? <laughs> <laughs> this guy from the 50s? Yeah. <laughs> this tall 15 year old boy? <laughs> exactly. I like your pot socks, but you can't smoke legally for a few more years in right. some states. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, sonny boy. And then you just and then you take off your denim outfit, which I assume just has a zipper. A zipper. Front, yeah. Even though it's a jacket and then a shirt it's underneath. It's my adult yeah. ones. Yeah, you, that's uh, what it is. And then you, it's just a bikini under there. Yeah, it's a bikini. <laughs> but it's a bikini t-shirt. And then I just keep unlayering. <laughs> a French made t-shirt. You do. And that it's I think is very so funny. But it's never, it never is. In my mind, when I was like, oh, I'm a buy this, it'll be so funny. And then, no, it's just unsettling. It's yeah. just disturbing. Because I'll open the drawer and it's folded in such a way that it looks like a dead body. Yeah. I'm just like, ah! Oh, God, it's the shirt. Ah, oh, a tore shirt head. again. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh! Oh! I was just thinking about if everything else was dirty, that's the last thing you had clean. You had you were late for your job interview, you forgot to put the laundry in. Or the yeah. machine broke before you had time to dry everything, so there you go. You pop on the French maid outfit. You go to your job interview, and you think you're going to lose the job until you realize you're interviewing to be a French maid. <laughs> and then you land that job! Well, I mean... We've been meandering, is we how we've been, been so far. Meandering, yeah. loose... Funny at some points. <laughs> Overall, great, I think, in a lot Just of ways. hilarious. We'll be back throughout the show. We will. You can go ahead and applaud our loose meandering that has really opened your mind. Yeah. That was loosier than usual, I think. Loosier. That was a real loosey Loosier. You've got some splendid to do. <laughs> what? Hey. God, you tied it up right there at the end. Yeah, really. With that real tight punchline. Thank you. You guys, we've got an awesome uh, duo coming up first now. They haven't even done... They were telling us that besides their own show, their own headline and shows, they haven't even done any spots in like a year in Los Angeles. So you guys get to be here for their first spot back. And that's amazing, right? First spot back. And I know you're going to be jazzed when you hear who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's here right now for Garfunkel and Oates. Yes. Your show is on Netflix right now, which yes. is very awesome Thank and exciting. You. Thanks. Um, also, you guys have been touring a bunch after, or at least you were after that show thing. Like, yeah. what's happening right now for you guys over the summer? Are you in We have LA? no idea. We we just finished our last show in Alaska, and now we're like going to finish our album. We yeah. want to write new stuff. Writing, we want to like get out there and write new stuff. Writing and the album are like the that's the main thing right now. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I think well, but you know, the thing is, you never know what's going to pop up, which is great. Like, we just played Alaska last week and that came together really quickly so like we're, we're kind of like willing to do whatever <laughs> yeah yeah well, i'm assuming that people will just hire you right. now um i mean i guess 
us. I can't even imagine what it's like to write together, but especially, so you're like in the zone, you're writing new stuff, you get the show, you're working on the show like mad, and then you're just coming back to like writing together again? Like, yeah. is that difficult the to transition over back? We're like, yeah, it kind of is because we're, we're in show mode for so long and we're like, oh, we have nothing new. And we're like, now what? Yeah. And so we're just like, and like our how do you don't even apply anymore? They're two years old so that we don't even like relate anymore. And also, there is just that, that like, you know, the idea of like getting back on the train of writing and it, it's like, it, it's muscle. And so it's like the beginning, like, we kind of just sat and looked at each other for a while, like, oh gosh. And like, we were trying and trying and trying. And then things start to formulate. And, like you have good days. I mean, I guess every writer has a really good day and then a really bad yeah, day. But bad months. Like, yeah. <laughs> we had like a good day. And we're like, oh thank God. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. So we're still. Yeah. We're just. It's like fishing. You just hope that you're gonna keep. You know. You just gotta keep going at it every day and hope that like. You know. It all comes together. I think that's like the whole thing for forever. Is yeah. actually what it is. Is just like. It's you're like I hope you, something happens. Yeah. Something stops and then you just like have to restart that shit that you were doing you're at the bottom of the that thing. Again. Yeah. we had a magical day a couple weeks ago or I guess it was like a week ago really when we finished these two songs that we just tried out but now the next part is trying them out many times and seeing what works and what doesn't and tweaking things and you know so the first part of it felt good and then we were like okay where do we have to fix things you know what's not working Yeah, those are great songs though. Thank, oh, you. thank you thank you I especially think it's awesome like the, well, one of the topics is specifically relevant to like a woman that is probably more your guy's age now than yeah, two years ago when you were writing song, yeah. Egg Baby songs. So like, that's also rad that you, I guess, get new topics because yeah. it turns out we change as people. Yeah, yeah. we do. I know. Most women I know my age are doing that, so it feels relevant. I've got like a year before you're gonna do it. I don't know. What am I gonna do? I mean, but like, if I freeze my eggs, who's even gonna? Wait, we have so yet? many wombs. Hold it. I'm 33. You should get a check now. Yeah, check oh. now because the thing is, the ideal age to freeze head. eggs. You're gonna, you're gonna crunch my eggs. It's like 31. <laughs> it's 22. 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you but I don't even know. You can just get a check. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting a check. Yeah. Because of you, yes. Ricky. I will I'm get a check. No, it was because of Ricky that I got checked out. I've got to do it. I've actually got to freeze my eggs, but I've also got to find a time when I can. And every time it's like, oh shoot, we're touring or something. Oh, Ricky did it while touring. Because my eggs are on tour with me. He yeah. did it while touring. Yes, I did. It was crazy. I wish that I'm we brave. had all the time in the world to I'm discuss brave. Like, I don't give a fuck. I took my hormones with me. I gave myself shots in airport parking lot. I have a video of Ricky giving herself a shot. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that. I just don't care. You are a brave motherfucker. I just don't care. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, gals, go get yourself checked. There yeah. it is. Check out. See how many eggs you have. Awesome. You guys, Garfunkel and Oaks, let them hear it. So funny. Holy shit. And if you guys haven't checked it out, you should watch their show. It's on Netflix right now. And I love it so much. So put that in your hearts for sure. One more time for Garfunkel and Oaks, you guys. Awesome. We're going to keep the show going. Do you guys think that's a good idea? Because I do. This next comic is so funny. Uh, just moved here from Chicago this year. Uh, she's brand new to LA, so let's give her a warm welcome. You guys give it up for Candy Lawrence. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome sauce. What if I was serious? Cool beans. Wah wah. Those are the type of people that say gobble gobble. Thanksgiving. Anyway. <laughs> awesome sauce to be here. Uh, my name's Candy. I bet you were all expecting a stripper. Ooh, yeah. Stripper. Spooky. Now that I'm up here, everyone's like, oh my god, how'd they get olive oil to perform tonight? That's my time. Thank you guys so much. What if I just started crown surfing? Hit it! Play Firefox! That's a web browser. <laughs> Google Chrome! Hit it! I love that band with... Yeah. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Give it up for your hosts, Rhea and Cameron. They're doing such a great job. It's hard hosting. I'm the worst possible host. I'm way too weird. And uh, the last time I hosted, I was like, hey, how's everyone feeling tonight? Is anyone celebrating anything? 
And this couple in the audience said that they were celebrating their 20th anniversary, which is a really fucking long time. And I asked them what their secret was, and they told me what their secret was, but it was a really big theater, and don't worry, I'll be signing autographs later. And I didn't hear what they said. What I thought I heard them say was blood thinners. (laughs) So I just did about 15 minutes of crowd work on blood thinners. I can also not see right now because I got my eyes checked. They dilated my eyes, so it's a little bit blurry right now. And um, they checked for damage. They found some sun damage and also some stretch marks on my eyes. You guys, I have fucking chubby eyes. So I go around squinting because I have a complex. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, I have skinny eyes. I also found my first gray hair. I called it Diane Keaton. Okay, this shit's going to get weird. I hope you're all high because this is going to make more sense if you're high. Okay, good, 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 good. Anyway, I'm going to do a couple impressions for you. My first one, I'm really good at impressions because I went to school for theater. And when I auditioned to get into school, I auditioned with a piece, a monologue from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. (laughs) And I got a scholarship. So this is my impression of me as Rose in the movie Titanic as a businesswoman. Hold your applause. Jack. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your business women. Wearing this briefcase. Wearing only this briefcase. And I want it on my desk by five! Splash! I'll never let go of these faxes, Jack. I'll never let go of these faxes! Somebody stole my lean cuisine from the kitchen! Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's too much, really. It's too much. This is me ordering wine confidently yet knowing nothing about wine. Uh, I will have the 2008 Italian Rosetta Stone. Mmm, muy bien! really good at languages oh god so I was living in New York for a while great segue Um, and I was desperate to find a job because I was so broke so I went in I found an ad in the paper I mean I found something online I mean I'm 87 (laughs) for a sex in the city bus tour guide And I go in for the interview, and everybody looks like Carrie Bradshaw, and I look like Dumbledore. (laughs) And so I go in for the interview. They ask me which character I most relate to, and I said, Miranda! (laughs) So I'm a lesbian. I know what you're all thinking. You're like, is she, though? Because she doesn't look like Tim Allen. I'm like the Uncle Joey of lesbians. Cut it out. (laughs) Just a whole lot of scissoring involved, you know. It's disgusting. I um, I came out of the closet a couple years ago, and I hate that term, in the closet. I prefer lesbian in the cupboard. (laughs) No. I actually came out when I was 11, and... um, Well, I didn't come out, but I had my first experience when I was 11. I was making out with my best friend. We were playing house. It was actually The Simpsons. I was Homer Simpson. She was Marge Simpson. And we were French kissing. And I tried to tell my mom that I was gay. And I was like, Mom, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm a homo. I'm Homer Simpson. She didn't get it. Probably because I told her I was Homer Simpson. (laughs) But I came out again just recently to my mom, and she had a hard time with it because because I'm gay. (laughs) So she talked to my grandmother about it, and my grandmother is very old, very wise, looks at my mother in the eyes, and she says, Who gives a shit? (laughs) 
So everything's fine now, so that's good. I wish my grandmother were here right now on stage. She's, uh, my grandmother's Paula Poundstone. She gave me this book just recently, which I think is a grandmother's guide to lesbians. It's a New York Times bestseller, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man by Steve Harvey. She highlighted the entire book. So. I'll do a quick impression for you, and then I'm going to get out of here and go to Claire's and get a belly chain. I got things to do, lady. Get out of here. I'm kidding. Stay. This is me as a lesbian in the cupboard who's desperately trying to get everyone to believe that she is straight, but she is not. I mean, I just love hunks. I do. I love fireman hunks. I love World of Warcraft hunks. I was watching Days of Our Lives the other day in my high heels. Then I went to Coach to buy a bag, couldn't find anything there, so then I went to Juicy Cooter. Disgusting. I'm going to end this one on a high note. Thank you guys so much. I've been Candy Lawrence. Well, this has been a great show so far. A lot, lot, of, lot of voices, a lot of ladies, a lot of great. And you guys have been great. How are, you, are, you, are you doing okay? I feel like you're very, you're cute. You know, you're cute, but, I'm, but, I'm, but you're on the fence. And I don't understand why the fuck, because I'm still thinking about Ricky Lindham's hands? Just, sorry. <laughs> Just when she was... Guys, I'm talking about Garfunkel. That's who that is. Do you know? Did the okay. That's her name. Yes. Forgot. You might not be in the scene. <laughs> How's your day going? Yeah, you. How are you? Yeah. Well, I could talk to her too as well. I'll I'll catch up with her in a minute. How are you doing? How's your day? Yeah. What'd you do today? You went to school? What do you... What do you... (laughs) That sounded like it was from outside of the theater. (laughs) Just like one person going by. Finally! Like, I don't know. That was so... You're into school? Yeah, that guy fucking loves school! I'm graduating. From what? USC. From USC? From college? Woo! Ten years? What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you get a PhD? No. <laughs> well, then I don't know why you're bragging. <laughs> Wait, are you graduating from... What are you graduating from? Uh, computer science. Computer science, like undergrad? Or undergraduate. And why did you yell 10 years? <laughs> I just have to know. 10 years, that's how long I've been. I started in 2004. It took you 10 years to get through school. I'm fucking proud of you that you made it. <laughs> Honestly, at 10 years, like, I, like at year nine, you could have been like, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to happen for me. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you did it. Good for you. Congratulations. That did, were you working full time the whole time? Not, not as much as I'd like to. <laughs> Just took like half a class. He worked, okay. Let's hear it for that guy. Ten years. He worked, made it happen, I'm assuming at night. I'm just making up your life story. Uh, But I'm making you sound fucking great. Put himself through school. He worked shoveling asphalt for you people that you could drive on with your cars. He doesn't have a car. He doesn't even have a bike. He walked to USC. He did not live on campus. He lives here at the UCB. What if he lived on campus for 10 years? Just imagine that guy. 
the RA is always like, wait, how long have you been here? Because I'm supposed to be in charge of this, but I'm new every year. You've been here for eight years? Well, I guess you're the RA. What kind of school are you into? Automotive technology? Are you, uh, how close are you? Nine more years or? You graduate this semester. That's great. What are you going to do next? Probably fix cars. (laughs) Feels like it. What are you going to do next? I want to draw. Well, you got a terrible degree then. Cars. Perfect degree. See? He wants to draw cars. What's up with you? How are you? How was your day? Yeah, what'd you do? You went to brunch at the Ace Hotel? They're in town from out of town, so you took them to the Ace. Very cool spot. You ever been to that Palm Springs Ace, or are you beneath me? (laughs) That Palm Springs Ace is a real choice. It's also like, it's just a little much. Because Palm Springs is a desert, and then there's a hotel there that's... You guys know, do you guys know what the Ace Hotels are? They're like repurposed, and it's like very fancy, and you get like a record player in your mimosa. But there's one, there's a, like a motel in Palm Springs that they bought and then like repurposed and it had like a Denny's or like a Howard Johnson restaurant or something. Maybe it was a Howard Johnson motel. It had like a restaurant and then now it's like all wood paneling and there's a, a little um, vending machine you could buy socks that say the name of the hotel. Just in case you're like, I need $16 socks. To wear to the pool in the desert. I like to visit that place, but I don't like to stay there. I like to stay at a more chill spot because it's always like a, it's like a constant, it's like a DJ'd pool event. Come on, I'm too fucking old for that shit. Get your DJ out of my pool. I want to float soundlessly. How are you? Yes, you. That guy. You. Yeah. You have a beautiful voice. What did you do today? What do you do for a living? Computer stuff. You're in feature animation? You're in feature animation? Are you ever like, be honest, is anybody ever like auditioning to do the voiceover? of the stuff you're animating, and then you're like, ha, 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 allow me! Because you have amazing dulcet tones, sir, and you on the wrong side of the mic. I got to be part of a crowd going, ah. Well, number one, I'm proud of you. Number two, you, they are keeping your light under a basket. You're in the crowd going, ah. Hey, do you know this? guy who could possibly affect change on this. I was, uh... How do I start this? You guys know Gina Davis. Um, she has a, an institute on women in television and film. Did you know that it's, I think it's 17% of crowd scenes are... 70, 17% of people in crowd scenes are women? Did you know that that's true? And did you know that it's still true in animation? In animation where there's no hiring at all of a crowd. People are still like, dude, 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 dude. (laughs) What I'm saying is, how you like this scream? Ah! I can also make that sound. You guys, let's hear for that guy. Let's hear for all these people. Show right on rolling. Pal of the show, real funny young dude. Let's hear right now from Mr. Brandon Wardell, guys. Give it up for Brandon. Yeah. Oh, I just I got off stage. I'm in the green room. 
<laughs> you and I'm only asking you this because you were just telling me this. Yeah. You we don't have to talk about it, but you don't want this set on the podcast. Why not? Oh, it was I like fucked up my first joke, and then it was I did weird riffing up top, and then I fucked up my first joke. So at that moment, I was like, oh, I don't want this documented. And then I did good jokes after that, but I didn't. I was like, I can't have this. Mm. I can't have this documented forever. So because there was like one mistaken word at the beginning. Mistaken word. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. On respond like weird, <laughs> weird non-planned talking, <laughs> and then uh, I fucked up the yeah misplaced word, and then because I misplaced the word, I was like, I can't do the rest of this joke. So, so I, it was like my least favorite. It was my personal least favorite set of the past like month. I was like, oh, that was all my fault. <laughs> huh? I mean, did you not feel like you recovered it? I think it, by the by the end, but I'd I'd only give myself like a like a C. I only want A. I only want A uh, documented. We met like years ago, didn't we? In, yeah. In. Was it in Austin? Oh, at South by at South yeah. by yeah 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 twenty twelve. How old were you then? I was uh, I was like nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were even younger than that. No 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 I was yeah I was nineteen I was nineteen I think yeah. You had like a very clean cut thing going on. Oh and yeah. It's funny to see you in L A. Oh yeah. I'm a- you're like whatever L A. <laughs> Hip outfit. Oh yeah, I'm a di- I, uh, Hollywood changed me. Yeah, you've been changed. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think I changed right before I moved. But yeah, I think I definitely yeah, because I was like right out of high school at the time. How old are you now? I'm 22. Yeah. I mean, I I will say that it's wild. When I was 22 and doing comedy, podcasting. Well, I started when I was 19. I was in college. I started doing improv. Oh, okay. But I didn't start doing stand-up until I was 25. So oh, I did okay. improv professionally for a bunch of years in there. Oh, And wow. the thing is, is that, like, nobody documented anything. Yeah. I mean, nobody recorded any of our shows. Right. And nobody had podcasts. I lived yeah. in Boston. There was certainly no podcasts oh, in Boston. you in Boston? And then I moved to Chicago. You were doing improv professionally in Boston? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I moved when I was 24. Yeah. Started doing stand-up right after that. And again, still, like, I mean... Podcasting, like, kind of started in Chicago right before I moved. Yeah. But then, like, not... I mean, I didn't really do this much. I didn't really do much of it until I was here. So I say all of this to say, like, what a weird time to be the age that you are. Because while you're (laughs) growing and becoming who you are as a comic, like, everything. Oh, yeah. Videos and... I was was born with the internet. So that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the... Everything is, like, the... Yeah, AST Records, like... They put out an album that I didn't even... Like, I wasn't planning on recording an album. And, like, they just have a set. Like, I did an... I opened, and then they were like, oh, yeah, you're on the album. Did you know before the album was released? No. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> okay. No, like, I'm fine with it being out. Like, I'm not being like, oh, I, I'm a victim. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's... It, and, no, it was, like, helped me. It was, like, good for me. It was, like, really positive for my career. Sure. But, that was um, with Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Odenkirk. Right. Um, I mean, I just can't imagine what it's like to have all of this happen in full view. Just because, like, you're still such a baby in, like, <laughs> your actual life. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't actually even mean on stage. I no, mean, no, no. Like, everybody gets to know the stuff that you're going through right now. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's all been... It's kind of in a different way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So... Oh, yeah, you can't be, like... Um, I mean, I... Well, like, I had, like, control over, like, I made sure, like, when I was just starting out, I wasn't going to, like, post open mic sets on YouTube. Because, like, people will... Oh, thank God. People are, like, really Yeah, no, you're right. That, that is yeah. a thing that happens. Yeah. People that... will post, like, my first set. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, but, like, you have Twitter stuff happening. You have jokes that are recorded for all time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I mean... I think you're doing really well with it. I don't know you. how I would be doing if I was your age and this was what was happening. I'm sure you'd be, you'd be... Like you'd the be king of it, probably? Not yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, you got, you're, uh, you're out here on the... You, you've got, like, a, you've got a verified check, right? Of course I've got a verified check. <laughs> what, what, what did you get, uh, what, what was the verified check from? 
Chelsea? Was it, was uh, it? Yeah, I think it was from Chelsea. Oh, nice. Yeah. I want that. I want that check. <laughs> that You're on your way, check. kid. You're on your way. <laughs> I want that blue check. Blue check, 2015. Well, I mean, honestly, if you have to wait like slightly longer than 2015 no, to get no, your no, no, verified no. check. No, no. I think you should just realize that, like, you got a long road ahead of you. <laughs> like, you're going to be doing this in, like, 20 years. Yeah. Unless so, like, I'm, it's okay. If I'm, if I'm alive. I think you're going to be alive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brevin. And oh, yeah, people yeah. can pick up your stand-up. What is the name of your... Is it just on oh, Bob's album? Yeah, it's well, it's Bob. It's, the, it's like, Bob featuring me. And what's the name of the uh, Amateur record? Hour. Amateur Hour. Okay, awesome. So people can pick that up, and then they could hear your stuff. Yeah. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Oh, you guys, keep up for Brampton. And Ryan in the booth. With some unreal sound cues. Also a producer on this show. Love that guy. Hey, dudes, um, I'm going to get real with you for a second. (laughs) What a weird thing to say. People, stop being nice and start getting real. <laughs> the real world show. Um, you guys, this is a huge moment in my life. I am engaged right now. You can clap for that. Thank you. Obviously, also, you have eyes in your face. I will be marrying a woman. I'm very happy about that. It's still a new thing. The idea of two women marrying each other is still a new thing. I get it. I get that there are some of you out there, this is still new information. If this feels new to you, imagine being inside of it. Which sometimes I am. No, there's a lot of questions. I know straight people have a lot of questions. Who asks who? That's the question I get a lot. Who asks who? Well... Whoever can afford a ring. (laughs) We're women. Sometimes that's neither of us. We make 70 cents on the dollar. That's why I have created a pilot program where lesbian couples are are paired with gay male couples and they buy us a ring. I also want you guys to know that it's taken us two years to set a date. A long time to plan this wedding, and part of that is because when we got engaged, we kind of both wanted a wife, and neither of us is going to get one. (laughs) I don't know nothing about cupcake trends! It's been nearly impossible to plan this thing, not just because I don't know how to plan a wedding, and I don't want to learn. But also because there's a lot of pressure on gay people to have a cool wedding. (laughs) See, I know that because of the number of people that come up to me and say, oh, you're engaged? (laughs) Well, I've been to a wedding. (laughs) A wedding you like. They're talking about a gay wedding. And it made an impression on them because it was cool or unusual. Do you understand what that feels like? On the day I'm celebrating my relationship to have to please you? Oh, I gotta slip and slide down the aisle to the sounds of the Furious 7 soundtrack just to make you happy. I will also say... Some people have a problem with equal marriage because they don't want for more gay people to be created. I hear people say that a lot. If gays can get married, well then other people will become gay. Gay will spread. This is not the walking dead. I am not going to bite you unless you want me to. And you won't catch anything. Accepted the fever. <laughs> no, that's not... Gay doesn't... Sp- Here's how I know that that doesn't work. Straight marriage has been legal my entire life. And still, this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> Straight marriage 
then make me straight. In fact, I'll let you guys in on a little statistical secret. Do you know that most gay people, we come from straight families. (laughs) And did you know that most gay families, well, they raise straight children. (laughs) So statistically, if you want to stop gays from being created, Well, you gotta outlaw straight marriage. Because that's where we're coming from. I don't advocate that. There's a lot of straight people I love. My parents made me. And they are totally gonna slip and slide me down the aisle at my wedding. Thank you, guys. That's going to be on TV at some point. I'm working on that. That feels like it's close. It's close, right? So you got to practice your thing, and your short little thing, and your words to it, and then you, and then you send it to the guy or chick, and they're like, maybe, and then you do it again. Just demystifying the process. <laughs> with real specific Hollywood jargon, like the guy or the chick, and maybe. (laughs) You guys, we got two comics left you have in your room, in your hearts, for two great comics. Hey, uh, this next dude, local legend, national legend, pal of yours, pal of mine, Mr. Brent Weinbach, guys. Get over Brent. I've never owned a cell phone. Talk to me about why. I mean, I, it's, I mean, so, certainly it's so hard to... Million. Yeah, there's, I don't even know where to start, but... Um, you have a phone just, in they're your bad, house. They're bad for society and You have culture. a phone in your house. Yes, so. I have a landline, yes. You have a landline, and... I make, I make calls to people... An answering machine? Original style. Yes, an answer machine. Absolutely. Got to have an answer machine. And then, like, because most people have cell phones now, mm-hmm. people change plans all the time, text each other to update. So when you're making so plans with me, those you plans gotta stay. St- we got to stick to those plans. And all of your friends you know that. Sure. Yes. And you know what? all know if they're making plans with you, like, that's what's happening. It's a return to innocence. You know? That's mm-hmm. how we made plans in the 80s, you know? I mean, I remember when, when things were what, simpler back I guess then. I'm just thinking, it's only... It only makes it odd because you're out of step with what everybody else is doing. Because, like, I didn't have a cell phone until I was partway through college. I, like, really didn't want to have one. My parents I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure how old you are, but, like, I mean, I, I don't want to ask what year that was, but, like... Um, but <laughs> I'm 33. I mean, how old are you? 35. So, yeah, we're the same age. So, the... I didn't... They started getting popular while I was in college. Right. Kind of. And then by, when I was out of college, they were very popular. And, um... I always felt it seemed cheesy to me. I don't know. Is that why you didn't get one for a while? Well, I think I was experimenting with, like, being off the grid a little bit. I'm from, like, a very close family, mm-hmm. and I really dug, like, Not, just being on my own well, you know what? I was also coming yeah. out, though, and so I had, like, a lot of stuff going on in my life that I just, like, you wanted, to be, wanted kind of, to be by myself. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I think it wasn't, like, a good reaction. Well, like, I, I mean, I don't think Did it you was, have a like, landline? Yeah, and I never answered it. Like I mean, I'm, I'm a phone talker. I talk on the phone a lot. I mean, I get on the phone and I'm on it. Hours. I have hours-long conversations, late-night conversations with friends, and I'm all for that. And I'm, I, I'm fine being contacted, but I don't like the idea of being connected once I leave my house. I understand. Or, or in that way. What about, like, okay, I don't like being sucked into this, you know? An email that changes... Like, for instance, have you ever missed a booking or anything? Business-wise, no. this has I'm, to be difficult. Not really. I mean... I'm easy to get a hold of. And I'm also, you know, I check my information. I check my email. I check stuff, you know. I mean, I'm on it, you know. Like, I've never, nothing has ever been that urgent, I feel like. And I don't think anything really is that urgent. Well, I mean, people have made it. The world thinks it started. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's. I mean, you're right. It is. None of this is urgent. And by the way, none of this is urgent. No, no, none of it's like terribly urgent. And if anything was important enough, 
right? I feel like someone would make the effort or to wait it out with me or get a hold of me. Like, if I'm important enough, they'll, they'll get a hold of me or they'll make it work. Or they'll, they'll, have, they'll wait for two hours for me to get home and get the message or whatever it is. Also, though, I, I, I need to stress that cellular phones absolutely make lives easier and are a convenience for sure but i there's a lot of other things that they're doing to people's lives that for sure. i that are they're diminishing the quality of people's lives in other ways that i don't like and for me uh i'm kind of at this point of taking like a more of a militant stance where i don't even want to be a part of this do you know other people that don't have phones do you know anybody else? I've, I've, I've met a couple of people here and there, but um, I don't, I'm not sure people have are, don't have cell phones for the same reason that I mm. I don't have one, which is more like for, for as, as a lifestyle choice, you know? I think some people don't have cell phones for other reasons. Like, they'll say things like, um, oh, I don't need to because everybody else has one. I can use theirs. Mm. Uh, I, I don't really agree with that kind of... Uh, I don't that with that kind of mindset because, I mean, me personally, I wouldn't use someone else's cell phone. I would use... I would just do whatever I did in the 80s and 90s, you know, um, and use, and if I'm somewhere, I would use the establishment's phone, you know, wow. like if I'm at a restaurant yeah. or something and I needed to use the phone for some reason, You'd just be like, I would, I'd say, can I use you guys' phone, which is, you know, what I did or what we all did yeah. at one point. And, um, yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice the convenience that comes with owning a cell phone. For, to be a normal to, person for, that feels like well, your brain is on top of well, your I'm sacrificing my convenience shoulders. of that privilege for the people who abuse that privilege. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So it's like a cell phone martyr situation. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the Jesus Christ of cell phones. <laughs> Red Wyback, you guys. Cool dad. Cool dad, Brent Weinbach. I'm just going to tell you guys one thing I was thinking about recently. It's pretty cool that, like, our great-great-great-grandparents used to bang to Beethoven. <laughs> just thinking about that. We have one comic left. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Ready for this last comic? He's so funny. Has a great show uh, called Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction. You guys give it up for Brian Cook. <laughs> Survey to see if I'm among friends. Who here is disappointed in how your lives have turned out? That's it? A lot of fucking race car astronauts here tonight? Room full of princess ballerinas at UCB? Everyone's band gets signed this year? Be honest with me and be honest with yourselves. Who's disappointed in how your lives have turned out? Slightly less than before. All right, if you didn't clap, I'm going to assume you're in one of three categories. Incredibly successful, a fucking liar, or 23 and still in your parents' cell phone plan. Does that cover off 100% of the people in the room? Thought so. Cool. Listen, if any of you ever get bummed... Look, I moved to L.A. about two years ago. In that length of time, I've gone $20,000 in debt. I get really bummed out about how shit is going. But then the other day, I read this article about a former Romanian princess who just stood trial where she now lives in rural Oregon for running a cockfighting ring. And I got so happy I came a little bit. My life is great compared to hers. I wasn't born into a royal family, but I've also never had to place a Craigslist ad for stout roosters with nothing to live for. She was born with a silver spoon in her mouth, but she pulled it out and held a fucking lighter under it. Yes, there was meth found at the farmhouse. Thanks for asking, because of course there was. It's rural Oregon. That's a food group there. It's sad, though. I'm 37 years old. I'm getting too old to be broke. It's not fucking cute anymore. No one's out there romanticizing my lifestyle. Nobody's, like, writing a Rent-style musical about dudes pushing 40 who have Hulu Plus but no health insurance. I have to stop. I sleep like shit as a result because I just stress about money, which anybody else here sleep like a man with a secret? <laughs> like you watched your dad drown a neighbor and never said anything? That kind of sleep, just toss, turn all night, four hours in the middle of the night awake for no fucking reason whatsoever. I get those stress dreams where my teeth fall out like three times a week. Anyone have those? Yeah, those are great. Which is amazing. Somebody told me that in, in Mexican folklore, those, that dreaming your teeth are going to fall out means you're about to come into money. Which is interesting, because I live in a mostly Latino neighborhood, and I don't see a lot of toothless people driving around in Cadillacs. That might not be true. People say a lot of dumb shit about sleep. It gets a bum rap. They're like, dude, you want to sleep 10 to 12 hours a day? What, are you depressed? Like, how can I be depressed when I'm usually unconscious? It's a cheap cure with very few side effects. 
People say dumb shit all the time about it, though. Oh, but Brian, don't you know the early bird gets the worm? Oh, all right. Well, by that math, the early worm gets brutally murdered. I don't know which animal you most relate to in that scenario, but birds soar through the sky. Worms live in dirt and fuck themselves. Team worm is what I'm saying. Thanks for the warning. I, do, I sleep so bad. That's why I don't understand cocaine. I don't get spending a bunch of money on a drug to keep you up all night when anxiety is free. Yeah, you want to stare at the ceiling and grind your teeth until 8 a.m.? Add up your credit card debt. That works for me 100% of the... Dwell on a dumb thing you said to a girl in high school 20 years ago. That's 100% effective for me. I don't understand cocaine, but if I didn't know Ambien was an over-the-counter drug and somebody came up to me on the street and was like, hey, man, I got that good shit. It'll let you sleep eight restful hours and no one can talk to you. I'd be like, I will suck your dick. I'd go straight to I'll suck your dick. I would just assume there's no way I could afford that miracle drug. Are there drugs in your dick? I'll suck the drugs out of your dick. I don't care anymore. I just want those sweet eight to ten hours where no one can talk to me about Game of Thrones. Is that too much to ask? Room full of people that probably loves Game of Thrones? Here's the weird thing about a sleeping pill is if you take one sleeping pill, there's like a handful of possible side effects, but if you take a handful of sleeping pills, just one side effect. Where my suicidal's at. That was a suicide joke for the slower people in the room. Are you guys tired of finding out that your heroes have turned out to be monsters? Like first it was Woody Allen, then it was Bill Cosby, and now it's Robert Durst. If you've seen The Jinx, that's a very funny joke. If you haven't seen The Jinx, you should go home immediately and watch The Jinx, because it is fucking fascinating. The Jinx is a documentary on HBO about this fucking rich kid who grew up to murder a bunch of people, but is still just, like, out chilling, just doing whatever he wants, basically, right? To the point where he let them shoot a documentary about how he's murdered people. Like, that's how fucking good it is to be rich in this country. Disease just out. But I was actually like, I was really amused by this dude until I found out, until I watched the documentary. Because the only thing I knew about him was that he was the rich guy. Maybe some of you saw this news article last year. This dude just walked into a Walgreens and bought something and then whipped his dick out and pissed all over the candy counter. That was Robert Durst. I was Team Durst, man. That's some funny shit. That's a rich guy doing something cool with his money for once. I mean, not cool, but at least he wasn't Goldman Sachs. Just pissing on peeps. That's kind of funny. Then I found out he killed like six people. I was really bummed out. <laughs> Here's the, what amazes me about people that are defending Bill Cosby. Uh, first of all, there's two camps. People that are defending Bill Cosby are either uh, crazy anti-women assholes, like the kind of dudes that write smile more on the tip line of a restaurant receipt. That's pretty much all of them. Is that, Or else people whose whole defense of Bill Cosby is like, but I really liked Dr. Huxtable. Which is not really a solid defense. You know, that was, a, that was not a documentary, right? That was a mythical thing. Someone, also, if you were that into the Cosby show, that means you weren't watching The Simpsons and go fuck yourself. You make bad decisions. They were both on Thursday nights for the, those of you who only saw it on DVR. Uh, but, so I get really pissed off when I hear people try to defend Woody Allen because his movies are great or try to defend Bill Cosby because they loved The Cosby Show. But then I realized that if somebody came up to me on the street and was like, hey, man, you know Jeffrey Dahmer never really ate anyone, right? I'd be like, you fucking take that back. He is a classic American serial killer. I grew up on Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> the other amazing thing to me is that people think 30 women just got together and like made a thing up about a guy for fun. That's people defending Bill. They're like, no, 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 no. 40 plus women just got together one day and were like, you know what we should do? We should take a guy down for no reason whatsoever. And then another one was like, that is a great idea. I was actually just sitting here thinking that exact same thing. But the only part I'm hung up on is who should it be? And they saw, sat down and they thought and they thought and they thought. And then a third one was like, I got it. America's favorite sitcom dad. He's right there. Why the fuck would people make up that story and say it was Bill Cosby when they could just say it was Guy Fieri? Case fucking closed. Do you see how easy it is to get a laugh just saying Guy Fieri? That's how easy it would be to convince a jury it was Guy Fieri. They would take one look at his frosted tips in 2015. They're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Of course he did it. Lock him up. Who held the camera? Kid Rock? Get him. All right, I'm Brian Cook. You guys have been delightful. Brian Cook, you guys, let him hear it. Oh, there she is. There you are. Let's share it like a duo. Guys, one more time for Brett. For Brian. Brett, Brett was two hours back down. Back
Backstage Fox Theater. Let's hear it for Brian one more time. Let's hear it for Rio one more time. Oh, that was a great show. Great show. We've never shared one mic. Never. Uh, let's never do it again. <laughs> Guys, that is our show. Let's hear it for everybody you saw tonight. We're here every Tuesday night. Let's hear it for Ryan in the booth. One more time for Rhea. One more time for Cameron. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to cover your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. (laughs) Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.